The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. I'm so happy you're here. I'm Sandy Scarlatta. I was born in Virginia Beach and raised in the Baltimore Annapolis area and had very humble and tragic beginnings. And as a result, my life was a hot mess. Thankfully, 33 years ago, I got my act together, and since that time, I have dedicated my life to serving others and raising awareness that no matter what you've been through, you can choose happiness and live the life of your dreams. Happiness Solved is dedicated to giving you content that is empowering, motivational, inspirational, and of course, a dose of happiness. It's my way to give back to the world and share other people's stories. This thing called life can be challenging. And my guests share their amazing stories, wisdom, and life lessons that demonstrate anyone can choose happiness. You see, happiness is a choice, and the choice is yours. Today's episode is amazing, and I am so grateful for you. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to leave a review and follow me on social media at Coach Sandy Scarlatta. Enjoy the show. Mitchell McCormick, it is such a pleasure and an honor to have you on my podcast today. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here because I know you have so much going on in your life and you're so busy. So thank you. I just love it when people like take the time out of their day to, to share their message with the world. Thank you, Sandy. I It is an honor to be here. It, I'm super excited and yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. I, it, I couldn't wait yeah. for this day. So it's what a great way to spend Valentine's Day. <laughs> I know, right? I totally forgot about it because, you know, it's like, oh yeah, it's Valentine's Day. (laughs) And on that note, like this won't be released obviously today, but it is Valentine's Day. And I'm just going to say to all of these people out there, Valentine's Day is really about loving yourself. So no matter what day of the year it is, you can always celebrate Valentine's Day and love yourself. So on that note, I love what you're doing. You and I are in a couple of groups together with the Mentor Studio and we you always show up for Speakers Theater on Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And I love your energy. And I love that you are so much about investing in yourself. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But just for those of us, for those of you who don't know who Mitchell McCormick is or haven't read the show notes, you are the founder and CEO of the Sketch, Sculpt, and Sell Glass Blowing, Glass Blowing <laughs> Mastery Academy. And I love that because your mission is to inspire individuals, both in their hobbies and full-time artists, uh, to refine their glassburg knowledge and skills to build a one-of-a-kind product, as well as construct a business that will last. So it's so amazing what you are doing. And we talked a few minutes before I hit the record button. And I want to dive into not only, you know, having art as an hobby and what that can do for you, but that you really can turn it into a business. 
So thank you for what you're doing and sharing this knowledge with the world. It's incredible. Yeah, thank you. Um, Yeah, it's, you know, I have been really fortunate, right, to be a glass artist my whole entire life. I started when I was a little kid and I have wanted, so, you know, obviously life goes up and goes down and goes up. And it goes, yep. <laughs> and, you know, it I've sure does. <laughs> I've experienced some really, really intense hardships, um, but I have been very fortunate to be able to stick with my craft. It is what I wanted to do, and um, yeah, I, I feel like with like sketch sculpt and sell, it's my, <clears throat> it's now a responsibility, right, to be able to show people that you know they too can do whatever they want. And, you know, I, I think I grew up with like so many people saying that, oh, it's not a real job and this and that. And um, I heard that a lot um, and it was very discouraging at times. But and, you know, I think the more we move into these like newer times, I feel like we're we're jumping into. Right. People are realizing like anything is possible. Like I can live the life I want, to live, you know, Um Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it's really exciting, especially with, um, with everything going on. Um, how it's just funny to see how many, how many people are gravitating to that mentality. How many people are starting to understand like, Oh wow, I can do this and, and make money and make a living and like do what I want when I want, where I want, you know, (laughs) like it's very exciting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it sure is. So, so tell us, your backstory. How did you get to where you are today? Because we all have a story and I, and I love to share my guest stories with the audience because that's how we learn. That's how we grow is learning from other people. Right. Right. Absolutely. So, um, where I got, how did I get to today? (laughs) That is a story. Um, (laughs) so, um, well I started, let's, let's give, I'm going to give you the full run through, right? Um, okay, I, started, I started when I was, uh, <clears throat> when I was 12 years old, that's when I first found glass. Right. Um, I was obsessed with it. I was like this weird little kid who was like always at this glass blowing studio, not really going to school. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, I just, I had started to, um, I actually started, I grabbed a broom and started to sweep the floors and I asked them to teach me. And it was about 13, 14 when I started to really get into it. Um, By 18, I was doing it full time, uh, which I was really excited about. I was, uh, I had moved from Dallas, you know, I'm from Dallas. Um, I had moved to Austin. Um, And throughout like my 20s and everything, you know, I was all over the place. I was in San Francisco. I was, I was traveling. I was like, yeah, like living like a little hippie life, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And then the recent years, so fast forward to recent years, right? Um, And this is when the plot thickens, I suppose, is that I had gone through some really intense hardships, Um, you know, and this is kind of like what I tell people too, is like, you know, it's possible to think your way into being a starving artist, Um, you know? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And, you know, my life really got it was full of negativity. It was really full of negativity and negative people. And it was just a constant fight, right? It was just like everything. Anyway, I was at the point where I had thought my way into being a legit starving artist and I was homeless. Um, 
And that's when I just figured out, you know, everything's got to change. Everything's got to stop. And I need to start doing things only for me um, to benefit other people. That's really the only way I can right. explain that. <laughs> it's you have to be like um, selflessly selfish, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so after, after this big shift happened, you know, in the recent years, I've been really blessed being a part of these great communities that you and I are a part of. Um, actually that's when I met, um, uh, that's when I actually became a part of, uh, the communities that we're in, such as the mentor studio, um, was because <laughs> I had met these, these amazing mentors while I was homeless and we didn't know what I was doing <laughs> and, you know, just had, I guess just had the gumption one day. Just, I, I saw who they were. I didn't know who they were. I just saw they were doing better than I was, <laughs> and, um, you know, asked them for some help. And it was amazing how that help was able to propel into the life I have now. And now, you know, I have a business. It's, it's amazing. I'm living my passions. It's, it's awesome. Oh my gosh, that's such a great story, and thank you for sharing all of that. Because it's, <laughs> yes. I, I tell you, I, I think that any of us and people don't realize that because it doesn't matter that you have a steady job. You know, people can run into hard luck, and I think most people are this close to being homeless at any point in time. Yeah, it can happen very, very quickly, and um, so thank you for being vulnerable like that because I know that that's not always an easy thing to talk about. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you were talking about how people were telling you, you know, that's not a job. You can't do that. And it, it, it made me think of one of the, the worst limiting beliefs that I carried around from the fifth grade. And I loved art and I, we had this project in art class here. So I'm in fifth grade, probably 10 or 11 years old. I always forget like how, cause I was kind of on the younger end in, in school. Um, so I was probably 10 or 11 years old and I put my heart and soul into this project and I was so proud of it. And I showed the teacher and she took one look at it and she said, that is terrible. Mm. And I don't even know what she said after that. Mm. So you can imagine what that did to a child, right? Being told that something was terrible. and But what that did for me, because I have a very artistic, creative side, it, you know, destroyed my self-confidence, right? Because here it is a teacher, somebody that you look up to, telling me that something that I did was terrible. And, you know, we all know art is subjective anyway, right? It's just all in the eyes of, you know, one person can pay a million dollars for something. And I'm like, okay, it looks like a kindergartner painted that, but whatever, right? right. If you think it's worth a million bucks, then that's your prerogative. Yeah. So I carried that with me for so much of my life. And, and you know, because at, at that young age, you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> and it's hard for at any age to be told that. But, uh, you know, I've since let that go and, and, and it's definitely, and I hate to say the word bucket list, but it, it really is on my bucket list. I'm using air quotes here for those who aren't not watching that, you know, that's something that I want to get into. It's just, I know my personality and I'm somebody that it's all or nothing and 
I need to make sure I have the time in my life to devote to it. And, and I'm just not there yet in my life, but it is something that, and, and you're inspiring me because of, of what you're doing and talking about what you're doing. So <laughs> thank you. when you had people tell you to circle back yeah. to the original <laughs> thought process, I was going here before I went on my tangent. When people told you that, like, how did you process that? And, and how did you get to a point where you were able to, you know, no, that's not true. Right. 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 That's a really great question. Um, you know, I think <laughs> and looking back, it used to really anger me, actually. I can't imagine. You know, because like I I feel like as <clears throat> the way I saw it, you know, and the way it is, right? I I have I was I was looking around with the perception that I am genuinely putting in you know, I'm like 18 years old. I'm already putting in years of work, <laughs> right? Right. To learn right. something, yeah. blood, sweat, and tears, and like all three of those, <laughs> um, quite literally. And I, I think it would frustrate me, and I, 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 it confused me. And I think this is that big confusion that I'm trying to eliminate, at least in what in what my passion and mission is in life, right? And it's teaching people. It's, it's using glass, right? And it's using art um, more of as a transformation process, right? Not just for mm-hmm. the sake of just learning something and be done with it. It's like, wow, like we can do this. But the, yeah, just having, having the constant pressure of people telling you that negative thing that you're doing something that, that's a waste of your time is really how it translates. You know what I mean? Okay. How it can translate. Yeah. You're doing something that's a waste right. of your time. And it was only a waste of my time because I thought that and I had I had thought, you know, it just took me into very dark places. So obviously, um, you know, it does its damage. And I think a lot of people have that mentality that it's it's not a real thing. But then you look around and you say, Wow, there are pieces going for millions of dollars and people respect this and people respect mm-hmm. artists. And so you have this, like, you know, you have this dichotomy that's happening of just like, what? And you get very confused of the matter, I feel like. Yeah. Does that, I hope that answers your questions. Well, yeah, of course. And, you know, so what do you do today? Because we all have that voice inside of us. So how do you deal with any of those negative limiting beliefs today? Because you don't have time for that, right? I don't have time for that. You are correct. (laughs) (laughs) No. So how do you, how, how do you in your mind, like switch that, flip the switch from negative to positive? What do you tell yourself? Mm, yeah. And that I, man, I have to work on that every day too. And it's because we're constantly, you know, as much as we all love to live in a very positive world, but it's just constant, you know, there are things around us. Right. right. And, you know, I, I surround myself for one with very different people. I surround right. myself with people that respect what I'm doing, want to support what I'm doing, and want to, um, you know, see me excel. Whereas, um, and you know, anytime I come across anything negative, I, I, I have realized that I, I, I don't automatically jump to negative solutions, you know, whereas like maybe you get really upset. Um, just learning sometimes it's easiest to just walk away. And that trust in the universe, I feel like, is just you walk away and then, you know, you've made your decision and everything good will happen. And it actually does. It's hard. It's the only best way I can explain it, but just walking away from 
just if it feels wrong, back off. Just go go do your own thing, and it always works out. It really does. Mm. I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I love, I love to give the listeners a golden nugget, you know, that they can apply to their life today right away. So what I love about art is that it is such a way to, because when you're, when you're using that creative side of your brain that everybody has, it's a different side of your brain than the analytical side. It, it reduces stress. It, it, builds your self-confidence. I mean, there, there's so many benefits physically and mentally. So what, how has that changed in your life? And how have you seen some of your students' lives change as a result of, you know, using that creativity side of their brain? Oh my gosh. Um, some of the transformations I've seen, uh, it just makes me smile. It's awesome. <laughs> it really is. It keeps me, it just keeps me, like willing just to keep pushing forward, especially in business, in art, because I see this happening in other people. And it's funny because sometimes we can't see it in ourselves, right? But we can always see it. Right. Um, yeah, for sure. I want to brag on a student of mine, actually, for a second. Please um, do. Yes. Yeah, her name is Tracy Stuck. She is total rock star. Um, and she's fairly new to, um, she's fairly new to art in general. Like she's, you know, she's made things in the past, but this is, she dove deep with glass. It was really phenomenal. Um, she works in finances, um, and she's looking to get out in the world and meet more people and it, and just be, have more of a community. Right. And I have had about two months of classes with Tracy. We do them once a week, right. We have four hour sessions. And then we have weekly masterminds, coaching calls together. It's very cool. Um, So I've gotten to know her very, very well. And Tracy is, like I said, she's in finances. And now we're sculpting gnomes. And in a matter of a month and a half, about maybe about a month, actually, she started being able to do it. And she bought all the equipment. And she's like, like turning her garage into a little studio. And it's so exciting to see how... Someone who had never thought about making art like this, um, especially something as intense as glass blowing. Um, it's very, yeah. it's an intense <laughs> process, but to see someone like believe in themselves and believe that this is, this is going to change their life. Right. And it fully has Tracy and I are like, you know, even as a beginner, she's learning the ways of like, okay, we're going to do some shows together. Then we're going to teach you your business framework, you know? And it's like, you're going to do this. Like you are now becoming a glass blower. She's like, what? She's 55. So she's in her fifties. So it's crazy that, you know, and it's just really amazing. It actually really brings like, it brings me, um, it makes me almost emotional sometimes because it's so inspiring to see that in someone dive so deep into something that they never thought before and then excel in ways they never thought they could um, and be amazing at things that not a lot of people even know is something you can do in the world. So it's exciting to see that spread of energy. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. And that's such a great example because her day job is in finances, which is one side of the brain. (laughs) Art is a totally 
others, you know, you're, and, and when we're, when we, you have an opportunity to use that other side of the brain and I'm not a neuroscientist, but I've, I've talked to some and I've, I've done reading. It really like strengthens your brain. Like it's a way to improve memory loss and, and just strengthen how your neurons fire in your brain. So she doesn't even realize it, but she's, she's adding years to the, to her, her life. Yeah. Cause she's reducing her stress. She's doing something that she loves. It's exciting. She probably has a new lease on life, like <laughs> something that she's passionate. I mean, that's just, what a great story. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's very- really, and, and well, the thing is too, that she's in her fifties and like, you know, you don't, it doesn't matter how old you are. Right. You can do anything. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. And it's, it's really cool to see too. Like her thing, she's sculpting gnomes. Um, and it's funny because with the whole sketch sculpt and sell, I want to make sure people do what they want. Right. But like another student of mine, Angie, she wants to do butterflies. And it's like, of course we all start off very small. We do the basics. We get it all out of the way, but it's so exciting to see people flourish like that. Um, and you're right too. I mean, taking something so like finances, just analytical to glass blowing creativity, um, it's amazing to see that transfer. And that's the really exciting part about this type of art is that you don't have to just be a creative. You can add what, you know, you can add analytical and logical thought to the process of glass. And it's, it's exciting because everyone can actually experience that. It's very, it's very neat. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. So where can people find you and learn about your <clears throat> courses if somebody is interested, like, wow, I kind of, let me check into this. This sounds really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so best ways right now are on Facebook. Um, you can check out the Sketch Sculpt and Sell Glass Blowing Mastery. Um, or if you text the word glass to 26786, um, that will get you registered into um, my one hour virtual intensive that I do. Um, every other week where I explain more of the glass blowing process um, for anyone who's interested. And if anyone's in the Orlando area, they can do one-on-one classes with me. Um, and that's the best way to get a hold. I would definitely text the word glass to 26786. Um, and that way we can actually stay in some contact. Um, so that would be, that would be amazing. Yeah. Awesome. I will make sure that is in the show notes. I just wrote it down to make sure. And here's the thought. So many people visit Orlando, take a break from Disney and go do a class with Mitchell. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I'm actually in the process of moving studios right now. So I'm moving to a lot larger space to accompany more people. So it's really exciting. So on the Facebook Facebook page, I'll have where that's going to be. But yeah, if you're in Orlando, man, let's do it. That's exciting. (laughs) I mean, yeah, because that's like, I mean, you can, you can plan like a destination, you know, let's, let's learn glass blowing and we can take the kids to Disney world. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. it. That's awesome. I will make sure all of this is in the show notes. Mitchell, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been an absolute delight. I love what you're doing. One of these days I'm going to take a class on glass blowing because it just sounds really cool. (laughs) I was like, Ooh, I'm thinking, Would I do angels? I probably would want to sculpt angels. I can I can help you sculpt <clears throat> some angels. That is for sure. Yeah. 
that would yeah, be beautiful. I love angels. That would yeah. be beautiful. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Mitchell, thank you so much for joining us today and keep doing amazing things. Thank you so much, Sandy. Thank you for having me. What a blessing. What an honor. And I, I, I just, I'm so thankful. <laughs> well, thank you to everybody listening today. I certainly hope that you enjoyed today's interview. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I hope that you and your family are healthy and safe and that your lives are filled with peace, joy, and happiness. Take care, everyone.